Welcome to the fifth episode of Beyond the Recipe. Wow, five, five, We are switching up five. the intro a little bit. Yeah, you know, we still did play around. We are trying to figure out, like, who the young console. Ha, fun week, I think, in you. Nah, nah, I haven't had a fun week. Oh, what are you upset about this week? Hmm. I've been seeing a lot of, should I say, I don't know whether they're like misconceptions, miseducation. I think you want to call them fallacies, like general things, like something like when you go to the market, mm-hmm. you buy salmon, very big air quotes. Those, that's not salmon. Like salmon is rich, expensive. Samai. Exactly. It's <laughs> samai. But I don't know how it's metamorphosized into salmon. And when you ask for someone and they give you that and you reject it, then they get angry. <laughs> like, and it's like, because it's so common and popular, everybody thinks that's how it is. So, yeah. like, absolutely nothing you go feel do about them. Obviously or, not. You can't now go and change the market woman's mind that it's, what do you call it? It's mackerel. It's not okay, salmon. The one that stresses me out is when I have arguments about stuff like that with people who have gone to university then now oh start the stress because like <laughs> bro can we understand that not every washing powder is omo we get that we call it all omo or so clean but it's a different brand so we should be able to understand that there are different versions of fish and as Ghanaian things go it's very likely that there is that misconception mm-hmm. about the name. Like something like shrimp, what they call shrimp, like when you buy kinky and they give you shrimp. Shrimp, so uh-huh. th- That's a kind of crayfish because you are allergic to shrimps. Yes, I have. And you can eat that. So how are you not dead? It's a different kind of shrimp. Another one I tweeted about, <laughs> cuts of meat. And like, so I was talking to someone about, he said he wanted a three-course Right, mm-hmm. and I was telling him the price and everything, and it was like, why is it so expensive? And I was like, it's not like it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of stuff. I'm, he wanted filet mignon, mm-hmm. uh, mashed potatoes, grilled vegetables. Is it like, that he didn't understand what filet mignon meant? In mind, filet mignon be beef. So, so all the beef be the same price. Meanwhile, if you want um, a good filet mignon, you have to cut the Chateaubriand. Oh my God, I, please. Chateaubriand is a part of the <laughs> beef tenderloin. I think the middle, the thickest middle section that makes the best um, for filet mignon. No, like the, for the longest time I thought it was wine. <laughs> Moving on. What was wine? <laughs> Chateaubriand, whatever. Chateaubriand, yeah. Um, wine is, um, I think you're thinking about, what, is it Chardonnay? Or Cabernet Sauvignon? No, no. It's, a chateau, it's the Chateau you're talking about that I thought 
What's wow. going on? Please. Moving I, on. I need a new podcast. Saga. Oh, Saga. <laughs> Shout out to Shoshi too. Um, also, yeah, so it's just, I'm just sort of kind Mulling of... Mulling over. The fact that there are a lot of things which are not exactly right. And it, it transcends food. It's in a lot of things. And we take them as that's how it is. But then... When you go abroad or you talk to someone who is not exactly from Ghana, then you car because it's like <laughs> they are talking about a real thing, and then you may have a whole ten minutes conversation before you realize we are talking about a different kind a of summer. A whole ten minute conversation, thinking they talk about summer, and it's 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 not what it's because like oh, and it's orange. You're like it's orange. orange? <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, there's that. So for me, that's that's basically what has been stressing me out this week. I hope somewhere, somehow we can find a way of like getting the right names. Like the guy who's talked about the rice mold and the what do you call I it? Guess the outrage the I outrage guess for me is with the rice mold, but peanuts is another name for groundnut. Peanuts in where we are, bro. But the, it doesn't change the fact that it's just a synonymous thing. Like, calling it peanut soup is not the same as calling rice balls rice mold. It's not the same thing. <clears throat> does that make sense? It does. Okay. Are you upset? Yes. I'm hey. going to keep my upsetness, is that a word? My upsetness very short. Hey, you're a I cry my camp. Sorry, you. Um... I don't know why, but apparently during the whole quarantine period, people have started making or writing stories personifying coronavirus as this hunky built guy that some girl can't resist. And it's always weird. It's <laughs> I'm okay, please bear with me. I'm trying. Okay, the one I saw on the teaser was called "Kissing the Coronavirus," and then I went to do some investigations. And a YouTuber that I really like called Amanda the Jedi did a whole review on two. Wait, 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 wait. He read. She. She read. The yeah, book. she read them. They're not very long. They're really short okay. and terribly written. Like <laughs> I saw excerpts and they're just bad. So, but so. yes, and I am so upset that you people were so horny during the quarantine season that you decided that you are going to personify the Charlie, coronavirus. Who people, you people know. Whoever these women are, please, you need deliverance. Come forward, let's pray for you, because this is not it. <laughs> this is a COVID ball. <laughs> if you can, please Google kissing the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. You'll be astounded the reviews are my favorite parts the reviews are just the best so that's what i'm obsessed about today this is some kind of therapy because <laughs> when i'm like i've got a lot like i feel light you know okay let's move let's move to what we are talking about today today is barbecues and relationships Meals. and i honestly don't know how you're going to link the two barbecue it's like any relationship, like in the sense that, I mean, we get to what barbecue is, but basically barbecue is like grilling, smoking, all those other things. There are so many things you know beforehand, like the fire could potentially burn you, the smoke can get in your eyes, something can 
pierce you and you could get like an infection. Like there are so many, to me, hazards that you pay a blind eye to, like you turn a blind eye to and then actually do it. That's every kind of relationship. Well, not just romantic relationships. Right? No, 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 like every kind. Like platonic, platonic, familiar, is that a word? Yes. You can tell that my father could be a terrible person sometimes, but you still, you are my father. We take like that. People live with horrible <laughs> parents and well, they don't do anything about it because that's my how they relate. Exactly. And your friend, you know, meeting someone means the person will do something eventually to upset you. Same thing in a relationship, same thing in a marriage. So I feel like knowing ahead of time that something is going to potentially go wrong and actually taking the bold step towards it helps us to be able to relate to them in a way. Mm, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, let's start from the beginning. <clears throat> What is barbecue? What is a barbecue? So barbecue, when I was doing my research, actually it's a cooking method. It's a way like meat is cooked. It's the meat that is cooked by that method and it's also the gathering. Okay. Right. So barbecuing is the process of like cooking meat a certain way. You can also call the meat that is cooked after you barbecue a barbecue. And the fact that most barbecues are outside and it's more like a cookout, that's institution where people come around to either grill or smoke or roast something can mm-hmm. also be called a barbecue. A barbecue. Okay. So everybody in the world does some kind of barbecue. It's, it's as long as there's fire and there's something that can't be either directly directly um, cooked with direct heat Mm -hmm. or indirect heat. Um, Normally, barbecue happens to be with, like, lower temperatures. So it's either, like, low and slow, like in um, American barbecue, Mm -hmm. where they use a lot of offset heat, and then it can be, like, a braai Mm -hmm. in South Africa or chichinga or something we do, like, on our local streets, where it's like, where it's like um, you are using direct heat. heat. So, yeah, you can cook a steak. Technically, you can barbecue a steak, but, yeah. So, basically, that's a barbecue. Yeah, and then there are basically three techniques. I mean, I've met, there's roasting, there's smoking, and then there's grilling. So, all of those kind of fall under barbecue. Okay. Okay. Um, are there kinds of barbecue? I think barbecue is actually more um, based on regions. So like I mentioned, America. I know in America they have a whole, I think, barbecue built where as you move from one part to the other in America, mm-hmm. you experience different kinds of barbecue. Okay. So, and there's braai. And then you were mentioning... The braai South African. The um, Brochette. Um, that's French. That was in Burundi. Yes. But basically the same concept. And then there's our local chichinga. There's, there's kibab, the way we do our confirm and stuff here. Mm-hmm. In the suya. north... Yes, yeah, suya. In the north, there's this... I don't know. No, I think it's actually in Accra. This clay pot roasting thing they've been doing where they roast 
pork in like a clay pot and it generates like good smoke okay, and it's, okay. it comes very tender and stuff. There's that. There's jerking from the Caribbeans. <laughs> I'm sorry, the only jacking I know is the dance. Yeah. Well, not the only one. But. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then... And then... And then there's babacoa. Babacoa is more Mexican. You mentioned that in the second or third episode? Yeah. So I think babacoa is... Some schools of thought actually believe that babacoa is where the general name of barbecue came from. Oh, Okay. Some people actually believe that. Okay. I don't, I etymology? Think, As in that's when etymology? When I was reading, then be plenty to me. Oh, boo. Oh, but <laughs> where you come from, dear, dear, dear. Ah. Everybody, bro, if you see the hunting and gathering guys, you know, you see the hunting and gathering guys, if they catch the wolf or the rabbit or whatever, I know the barbecue, then they do them. Then time stove, saucepan, all those things. No day. So barbecue is as old as time. Yeah, barbecue is based. I think that's the beginning of meat and fire cooking. Mm-hmm. And other things. I mean, with, with vegans and everything. Right now, you can barbecue potatoes and cauliflower wings and all those other things. Cauliflower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are cauliflower wings. But they are not meats. They are not wings. Yeah, veganism is. It's not about wanting to eat something like me. It's more of it's a movement. Like um Helen was explaining it to me once. I didn't hi, fully Helen. Yeah, hi Helen. <laughs> I didn't fully grasp what she meant, but it's more of a conscious effort to sort of eat green. Okay. Right. In any so way it's, possible. It's not, there are people who do it for health benefits and all those things. But from what I got from here, it's more about eating better i guess mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so i understand why they would want to make cauliflower wings maybe i like wings and you can make a good substitute to cauliflower so yeah i know they i guess but if you bring me wings and i bite into it and it's cauliflower i'm killing everybody i'm there. never giving you cauliflower wings yeah. nobody they like wings past if, me not even you in particular if i go to any function and you tell me wings and i bite into it and it's cauliflower i think they do a good I job actually fix. letting you know for the fact that it is cauliflower wings. They Unless that's... All the places I've seen it being done is is there, cauliflower wings, so you don't get it, like, without knowing what you're getting. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. So should we take region by region? Maybe we should discuss a few regions. A few regions. So, um, I think we'll talk about Bri first because <coughs> Pan-Africanism, you know. <laughs> and, and, so I would like to put, like, Bri and our regular grilling in Accra. Okay. Like tilapia, uh, tilapia okay. beef, goat, gizzard, pork, pork. I confirm all those things that we grow. Girl, like yeah. Guinea fowl. Yeah, I confirm is guinea fowl. Yeah, I said, I said I confirm, and I realized maybe someone doesn't know what I confirm is. So, <laughs> guinea fowl uh-huh. and chicken and all those all things. We generally things. do a lot of grilling in this country, so that's more like what the breast also like. It's more indirect. It's more direct heat. heat yeah. So like, there's either um, you know, a grill, a barbecue. Thing. Usually, it's a barbecue Usually, they grill. use charcoal. Yes. Right. And they take um, their charcoal so seriously. Yes, because in certain places, if you don't do your barbecue with charcoal, mm-hmm. it is not considered either charcoal or wood fire is not considered barbecue. Okay. So, like, there are places where if you use like a, a um, what do you call it, 
a gas mm-hmm. a yeah, gas yeah, grill do yeah. no barbecue wow because it does lack a certain distinct flavor that either wood or charcoal will give you okay right um i don't know how obsessed south africans are about their charcoal but the um, Japanese are so obsessed about their charcoal. It's, it's crazy. I don't think the South Africans are obsessed as the Japanese or maybe even the Americans. They're still fairly white, so they are fairly obsessed, but they mm-hmm. do take it seriously. The way they're, they're bagged and the kinds of charcoal written on it and everything. So if it's somebody who likes grilling, if it's like an Afrikaans man who really likes grilling, yeah, you take it super seriously. But the part of bright culture I like the most that is not in Ghana is bring and share. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody bring something if they're kind of meat or something it could be even dessert it could be a side no matter what it is so like I said it's not only the actual cooking method but it's the bring and share aspect of it the event around which barbecue food is eaten is also called a barbecue okay okay yeah Okay. so basically um the South African the other we do a lot more direct heat Heat. Mm -hmm. right where there's um a layer of charcoal or wood or something okay. providing dry radiant heat and then there's usually something on top a mesh something. something to prevent the meat from actually touching the fire mm-hmm. and then we cook the meat in that radiant heat mm-hmm. right but with that comes as the oils and other stuff drip into the charcoal it comes with heat it comes um, comes with smoke it comes with other things which flavor the meat as it's cooking okay so right. um relationship wise how would you describe that Relationship-wise, I think direct heat grilling is like um, friendship. It's easy. There are a few things to note, and then it's like a regular friendship Mm -hmm. because it doesn't also take as long. It's a quick, 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 short thing. You get your fire, you get your grill grate, you get your seasoned meat. Some people don't season it. It's seen after. Mm -hmm. But you get your fire, your grill grate, your meat, and you can barbecue. It's simple. For friendship... What no do I need to be someone's friend? Once Same we ca- interests yeah, once we catch a vibe, we have a short conversation. We like how our minds work and everything. We can be friends. No strings attached. It's just, oh, I make friends every day. Mm-hmm. Right? So, oh, that's my friend. Oh, I met this person. That's my new friend. It's mm-hmm. like a barbecue. Like a bride. A bride. Or like or chishinga. A you can easily do it and replicate the thing for everybody else and don't really be a problem. And... Also, as a friendship, because you can um, bry or grill almost anything if you know which parts of the meat you can do that with. Obviously, you can go and grow like a whole pig leg. <laughs> it's, it's not going to work well for you. It's going to be stressful, and you're going to get tough meat. Mm-hmm. That's another conversation for another day. Yeah, I but understand. basically, it's like it's like a simple platonic friendship mm-hmm. when you do something like direct cooking. Right. Now, with that cooking, there's a more complicated one, which is yakitori. Japanese. Yes. Now, yakitori is, like with all things Japanese, is excessively, well, should I say, standardized. Ordered. Yeah, like, there's a certain number of years you're supposed to cut meat. A certain number of years you're supposed to learn how to put the meat on the skewer. Um, as in to learn, yeah, the years to, be, to learn. So when you go to, like, a yakitori restaurant, a proper world-class Japanese, it takes people, like, 20, 30 years to start grilling meat. So oh, you can be in a restaurant where all, all you is. are doing is cutting meat or skewering meat. It's a, it's a skilled thing that you need to progressively learn. So that would be more like a... Um, like somebody, um, a priest and his ministry. ministry. It takes time and practice. Because when you become a priest or a pastor, it's not automatic that 
you know how to like relate to the congregation. It takes a while. You need to learn what does this person like, what doesn't this person like, and then you sort of get like an so average. So basically, like when you leave Bible school or when you get a degree, you need to do some years under a church. You need to work apprenticeship in quote sort of before you actually get to pastor a church. Even though in the end you are still going to do the same basic thing that every pastor. Or every you still have to doing. go through a you certain number to... of years of learning how it works. And even when you pass out, you still need to like sort of gradually and steadily master the art mm-hmm. of being a pastor, pastor or a priest. Or a priest yeah. yeah, that okay. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I like so, that we're going just beyond um, romantic relationships because I know when people see love, that's what they're yeah. expecting. But love is, is so many things. True. It doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. That's true. Yeah. So. Always. And then, Which region are we going to move to? So we've done Africa, sort of, and the sort of dry heat barbecuing that we do. Mm-hmm. Let's go to... America is a little too dense. So let's do South America first. Or Caribbean. Caribbean? Okay, Caribbean. Yeah, let's, let's talk about Jack. <laughs> right now, Jack. Like, Jack chicken is... Jack chicken is a world-famous a world dish. Yeah. But mostly what is Jack is chicken and... Um, pork. Okay. Right. So you can jerk both of those things. Now, jerking is is a, a more complicated metric. The beginning of jerking started where they make like a pit and then they put the fire in it and then they grill, they, they put the meat inside and then cover it with the pimento leaves mm-hmm. or spice. Now, that's like the flavor or the spice, the main spice component of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. right? All spice and scotch bonnet peppers. So those are like, when you hear of jerk seasoning or something, it's usually surrounded or themed around scotch, but scotch bonnet peppers <laughs> and allspice or pimento. Now, the pimento leaves, the allspice berries, mm-hmm. they, they come like berries. Like, if I, for lack of a better description, I'll say yoyi. It doesn't look like yoyi, but you know how yoyi comes on the tree and it's like, it's, it's, um, by your ear, I mean velvet tamarind, not yes. blackberry. <laughs> it comes on a tree and it's like, there's a bunch of it, mm-hmm. but then there are still leaves and stuff. Yes, and then yes. you can get a your ear and the tree will just bear the next fruit. fruit yeah. That's how the allspice berries also come. But mm-hmm. the leaves of the tree also have the flavor. Mm-hmm. So normally what they do is they use the leaves to help sort of induce smoke. Okay, so, so that the, the that smoke... Also Gives its own exactly. flavor. Like, so that's where I got the idea to flavor my chicken with, with rosemary and, and stuff. Yeah. That idea is where I, so I, I process some of the herbs and then I burn them to make smoke. Okay. To use to smoke my chicken. Okay. So that's basically where I got the idea from. So they use that and other means. And then um, now things have changed and people use like um, barrels and other things to get the same desired results. But traditional jerking is in a pit. Okay. So like they dig a pit. They put the fire inside. They, they put like um, something like aluminium foil, uh, aluminium, the zinc plate, mm-hmm. like the aluminium roofing sheet, something like that. Put the meat on top. Put another one on top. They do some plenty magic. Put the the, bear, the leaves. Some plenty on magic. Every kind of the ones I've seen, I've watched like three or four. They all have different ones, so I couldn't sort of standardize the process. But basically, <laughs> there's a pit with fire in it. Then there's the meat. Then mm-hmm. they create a place where they put some of the leaves to create the smoke. Mm-hmm. And then they cover it with more leaves. So as it's smoking, because the smoke is not really leaving, the smoke stays inside, inside and cooks okay. the chicken or the pork. And then it becomes tender and spicy and 
very smoky and stuff here. That's babacoa? That's, that's no, that's jerk chicken. Babacoa is kind of the same, but more like a Mexican version of that. They also use a pit. So jerking is where? Which people Caribbean. jerk? Caribbean, okay. Jamaica, the, the Caribbean guys. Okay. As you say Jamaican, no, the Caribbean people finish for your money. No, I don't know their name, like St. Kitts and Nevis. So um, basically, I don't know their name. the islands? Yeah. Yeah. The islands that make the Caribbean. It's, it's um, assumed that they do that because... They took it from the slaves, which escaped from the, I think, French in those times. Oh, okay. Yes. So the slaves is what, when they were running and stuff, mm-hmm. that's what they used to eat on their way, on their way running on, from yeah. their masters and okay. stuff. Nobody knows how true it is, but... Seems that's a little complicated to know. I'm running from master. Now I have to sit and dig a hole mm-hmm. and... Uh, but then if you're <laughs> running from master, master is not really chasing you. Master really doesn't want to come into the desert. Yeah, I mean, the, the jungle. So you could actually cook your food because you don't have utensils, you don't have pan. So digging okay. a pit and cooking in it because okay. wood will be there. Pimento, the pimento trees are always around. Oh. So the pimento trees will be there, the wood will be there because it's a tree. It's a tree. When you basically. go under your tree, there are dead twigs and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can start a fire. Now you can catch some wild pig or some I can pheasant see or something roaming around in the, the jungle and then you can actually jerk it. I can see it. Yeah. So babacoa is similar babacoa to Babacoa is similar. Babacoa usually uses... Um, pork, and then I think lamb or goat. Okay. Yeah, so same treatment, low, and those, those, these jerking and barbacoa, they are slow cooking methods. Mm-hmm. They are not direct heat cooking methods. They are oh, okay. low and slow, so the smoke gets them to permeate, you get a nice smoke ring, and we'll talk about smoke rings when we get to the America, guys. Okay. Um, so that's the Caribbean and, and South America. Yeah. Asia. The Asia one, hmm, I've seen so many. Mark Wins. There's this guy I watch on YouTube called Mark Wins who travels Mark the, the globe experimenting with people. He's been and, to Ghana. Yeah. He was, I think it was hosted by Mukasi Chick. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, shout out to Mukasi Chick. <laughs> but Mark Wins is, there's this, a few different um, barbecue things I've seen. When He does a lot of Arabic countries mm-hmm. and then they have the kebabs and kebabs and um, lamb leg. They have this, I don't know whether what it's called, but in India, I know they are called like, I think, tandu ovens. They okay. are ovens which are like go deep. It's like a sort of pit oven. Okay. And then they set the fire somewhere and then it's hot. And then they usually put it on like a stick or something, put it inside and then it cooks. Kind of like the Arabs. Exactly. So that's, there's, a, there's that kind of barbecue. There's the okay. kebabs and kebabs and kaftas, which I think usually are made from seasoned mince meat, which are sort of molded onto a sword. Mm-hmm. And then grilled. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Why did what we know as kebab, or how did what we know as kebab become known as kebab? Because traditionally, that's not how kebabs look. I, I, I think in terms of look, yes, but they are similar. I mean, it's is little, meat on a, of, is little piece of meat on a skewer. On a skewer. So I, I can understand how people would like to call them similar things. I don't think they are the same, but I'd also like to... I don't think they are called kebabs. I think they are called kebabs. I'm not sure. Or what, kebabs? Ours? No, ours are kebab. Okay. Right? But I've seen different spellings. Some have H, some have no H, and it's B-O-B. I've seen different. So I'm sure they all have, like, different, like, proper specific meanings. Mm-hmm. But it is all, in the end, little bits of meat on the skewer. And whether it's minced 
or is the size we get when we buy kebab on the roadside. Mm-hmm. It's still little bits and pieces of meat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, it, it kind of makes sense that they would have the same name. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, there's that. There's this one I saw which was very interesting. They would have this contraption. It looks like a hashtag. So like it looks two, like a hashtag? Yeah, two horizontal bars, two, two vertical bars, bars, which are held together with like a metal twine twine sort of so there's like a hashtag and then they would um spatchcock spatchcock is removing the spine and spreading an animal mm-hmm. so they remove the spine of either um, um lamb or the ones i saw a lamb and i think goods mm-hmm. right and then do sort of like spat when it's spatchcock it looks like when you are driving outside of Accra, there are these kusie things. I don't know if you've seen it, grass cutter or kusie. Yes, yes. The way they do it, where they look like they are spread out. And yeah. That's how they cook it. But obviously, lamb has way more meat and more juices and fat and everything. So it's more tender. But it's also done in indirect. So they put it on that structure. They build a big fire mm-hmm. right by it. And then they allow the radiation from the fire to sort of slowly cook it. Okay. Yep. Kind of, where? Where kind is of, that? Kind of like a rotisserie, but like a rotisserie... On the side? Which is stagnant here yeah, on the side. And then they turn it after a few hours. Where is this done? Which country? Which country I'm is this I'm not exactly done? sure. I think it was Iran, if I'm not mistaken. So we are, we are out of Asia now. We're more we're in Middle Asia. East. Middle East is Asia. There's a reason why it's called the Middle East. It's the Middle East of Asia. <laughs> <laughs> we, we forget they're all in Asia. Well, okay, fine. That's a different argument for yeah. a different day. So, but okay, okay. Yeah, so, and then there's the um, there's there's basically barbecue in every culture. Every single culture that you have experienced has some kind of barbecue. It's just certain cultures take it as a big deal, as more than others. Okay. Obviously, it's a big deal in every culture. Let's go to the people who take it most, most World Cup, like they, they do everything they else everything in this world. world America. Yes, the America. <laughs> the America guys. So, like I mentioned earlier, they have like a whole belt. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's um the Texas and OKC region. Mm-hmm. OKC mean Oklahoma. Please stop wow. talking like you are. We've gotta hire our boss. Sorry, OKC is the basketball. Please, I beg you. It's uh, not my fault. Uh, I beg you. Elizabeth. It's um Texas and Oklahoma are known for beef barbecue. Right? They do a lot of beef. In their barbecuing, a whole lot of beef, right? Because that is what is available there. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've mentioned this, but barbecue is basically what meat you have around you. So if you watch, if you pay attention, every culture barbecues what they have most common around them. Mm-hmm. So in Ghana, you barbecue chicken and beef and gizzard mm-hmm. goats. and goats and pork. We have a lot of meat available. That's what that's what we have around us. So we barbecue that. So. In a typically ranch, like a region which is surrounded by ranches and cattle and stuff, their barbecue is beef. Okay. Right. Now, as as much as they are also beef, they have a difference. Right? They do the grades. Like Texas barbecue is basically salt and black pepper. They don't do much. They have very good cattle. I don't so think they can get away with that because of the kind of meat they Their meat tastes grow, way better. Breed or they they spend more time trying to flavor the meat before it's cooked. Mm-hmm. So there are different kinds of meats. There's grass fed, pure grass fed, there's um grain finished. So like they'll finish the 
cow, they'll start him on, they'll start the cattle on a pasture. And then before, about a few months before they are killed, they'll start feeding on grain. That changes the muscle, the way the um, fat comes in between the muscle fibers and stuff. It's, it's a very complicated metric and they take okay. time to do that. Right? So when you when you look at, there's this um, barbecue. Supposed to be the best barbecue in the world. Mm-hmm. Best beef barbecue in the world, Franklin's. He had a master. He had a master class on the master class. He has a master class. You can just say he master, has a master class. Yeah, on the master class <laughs> platform. Oh, okay, yeah. Right, and he basically just uses salt and pepper, but the attention to detail when he um, smokes, how long he smokes his ribs, all those. Pay, but isn't that the guy from the movie? Yes, the um, guy from Chef. Chef. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The guy right. that went to learn how to smoke. Basically. Exactly. Okay. That's Franklin. So they supposedly have the best barbecue in the world. Apparently. I haven't tasted it, but people form lines from like 5 a.m. and they open, I think, 11. And they'll Jesus form, Christ. yeah, people will just be there chatting and stuff. And that's, that's like the vibe. So <laughs> yeah, you're going to Franklin's, vibe. you know you have to be at Franklin's at 5.30 so to go and take your number and stuff. Yep. And you're, you're not leaving, you stay there you stay and there wait, yeah. until 11 o'clock when you can start eating. People do that. Uh, we saw it in, what was it called? Oh. Netflix documentary. Yeah, the Chef Show. The chef show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's actually, a lot of people who are speaking about barbecue from Texas actually talk about Franklin's. Okay. When I was doing the research for the episode, that's what happened. And then they do, like I said, salt and pepper and a lot of beef. Mm-hmm. Then you move to Memphis, St. Louis, and Kansas. Mm-hmm. Right now, they do more ribs. But their focus is that your ribs should taste good even mm-hmm. before you add sauce. Right? Mm-hmm. But their sauce, they, their sauces are usually tomatoes, um, they are tomato and molasses based, right? So they do they sauce their barbecue, barbecue, yeah. But they go by a rule that your meat should taste good, and then the sauce should should I say accent it and make it yeah. better, sort of like in a taco. Okay, yeah, that so makes that's, sense. So that's that's how they also do this, and then you can move to the Kentucky Belt, which is known for mutton, right? Mm-hmm. Now they are different because of their sauce. They have a black sauce, which is usually <laughs> Wash the sour sauce, beast. Wash the sour. Yeah, a lot of people suffer. Wash the sour. Actually, that thing. Their sauces <laughs> are usually based on that sauce. <laughs> say it, say it. I want to hear you say it. Please, I beg. My, my mouth, they pain me. Their sauces are usually based on that sauce. So they are called, it's called like a black sauce. Okay. That's from Kentucky. Right. And then there's... Oh, when you're done, mm-hmm. can you relate all of yeah. these? And Thank then they're like the Carolinas. Now the Carolinas, not I think not in South Carolina, they do more whole hog. Right now, whole hog is as in the whole pig. Yeah, whole pig. They they, they barbecue the whole pig. Okay. All these we've spoken about are all low and slow. They use a lot of smoke. They use so for beef. They I think beef is generally mesquite, and then I think that's what I figured out mesquite, and then. Um, hickory is for more pork and stuff, but everybody uses. Some people use apple wood, some use oak wood. All those things change the smoke flavor. That's the, that's all you're, what you're mentioning is the wood people use to yes, smoke to smoke their barbecue. So that changes the flavor of the eventual product. The last place, the Carolina. Now Carolinas do whole hog barbecue. They grill the whole pig. They they roast or barbecue the entire pig, mm-hmm. and then chop it up into little pieces and then mix it. So when you go to like save. You can get a bit of thigh, a bit of chin, a chin. bit of um, jowl, jowl or whatever. Jowl, pork chop. 
I think Ghanaians will really thrive in North Carolina. Could <laughs> they just eat the meat anyhow? Yeah, that'd be how we do it. We cut, cut everything. So, Carolina barbecue actually work for Ghanaians, but they grill it whole before they chop it chop up. Chop it, okay. And they and grill then, it for a long yeah. time. And then their sauces are more vinegar based. So, obviously, pork works well with vinegar. So, okay. they use a lot of vinegar because so, the acidity works with all their richness and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, when you do general American barbecue, it's really more like marriage. Okay. Right. General American barbecue takes time. It takes effort. It takes constant checking. So like getting Making your, sure everything is okay. Getting your meat to your meat, your wood. That's like basically cutting. Like now we are we are figuring the thing out for our relationship, you know, like we are going here and there, mm-hmm. we are going to dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where you are figuring out, oh, today I want to do um beef ribs. So you can get your ribs, you can get your black pepper, you get your salt right you mm-hmm. get the wood you want to use then after that comes the real marriage where <laughs> you put it in the fire right in the barbecue pit or wherever you're cooking your meat in and then you have to like stoke the flame over and over again like take care of the flame so that it's at the right temperature it's giving the right amount of smoke it's giving white smoke sometimes it will overburn and then the smoke will become black so you have to remove some of the wood change the wood it's a whole gentle careful process and people with who a lot of are, attention to detail are called pit masters for a reason because they understand temperature and smoke okay more than the general person does so it's a it's a, a lot of barbecue places wake up at 1 a.m 2 a.m to start preparing their barbecue because you have mm-hmm. to be with the fire you have to make sure that it's it, burning it, properly it's burning properly it's burning at the right temperature it's mm-hmm. not certain places have with technology industrialized some of these things but the yeah. best places actually still do it by hand they stay there check the temperature gauges remove fire stoke flames control smoke because at the end of the day you can kind of taste the attention to detail it sounds weird but you actually kind of when can. someone takes their time to do something you can't taste it yeah, it's very can. very 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 possible to taste it yeah so I think the most difficult barbecue in the world is American style barbecue because of the amount of attention. What about the Japanese though? The Japanese one, it's more practice. There's attention, right? Mm-hmm. But it's very specific. It's more you have to do something like 25 with everything million else times. Japanese. Yes, so it's like um, playing a piano. Okay. Playing a piano, you have to play it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to get very good at it. You can't do marriage over and over and over again. <laughs> Well, well, depends no, on who you talk but to. But you know what I mean. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? It's not like, like with the piano, if you fail at it, you go back. Yes. Right? But with Texas Star Barbecue, there's no real margin for, for that kind of error. Because if you leave your thing to smoke in black smoke for 30 minutes, somebody will taste it. Right? Because when you are doing American barbecue, there's something called a smoke ring. Mm-hmm. And the smoke penetrates the meat so much that when you cut the meat you and you look at the cross section, you can see a certain dark amber to show how much smoke has actually penetrated the meat. Right? The smoke goes and creates something called a bark. A bark is when the smoke sort of crystallizes around the seasonings and stuff you've put on the meat. Mm-hmm. And it it's important. Like smoke is a very, very integral aspect of barbecue. In at least actually in, in America. For, for a lot of people actually, but very More so in America. Americans because for most people you are going to if you do like um jack chicken you are going to eat a jack chicken with like rice and peas or something mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Or, By the way, rice and peas is still rice and what we call beans. beans. Black-eyed yeah. peas. Yeah, but it has other things. Because anytime, because for a while, anytime you said rice and peas, I was literally thinking of green peas. I for, I forget that beans are black-eyed peas. Sad. <laughs> and I know I'm not the only one. I know, but it's still sad. I still need a new partner. You won't get home. <laughs> That's same way. <laughs> like, I, like I was saying. So, um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Americans and yeah, their attention yeah, yeah. to... Their attention to... The, so, with the Japanese, it's more of... As much as you pay attention to detail, every day we go. It's more practice. Yes. That's why with, you spend years doing one particular thing. But with American barbecue, the barbecuing process is the marriage. You need to... Like, to death do us part is to meet do us part. <laughs> like, until you are done cooking the meat and serving it, it's a marriage. It's, it's, a, a, yeah, it's, a, it's, commitment. A, it's a commitment. There's a certain amount of commitment you need to give to the entire process to get the best. And out I think it, it's yeah. that process and commitment that has made Franklin stand out. Mm-hmm. The fact that they everybody. still do it the traditional way. Right. And they know the process. They pay attention. When you watch his things, talks about brisket and the flat. And the, I want to talk about brisket, but it's going to take me like five million years. But yeah, brisket is okay. Brisket is a part of the the cow, right? And it has two parts: the flat and the point. Now, the flat is a very um, it has more muscle fibers, and the point is more fatty, mm-hmm. right? So when you go to um, Franklin's, I think or in general barbecue, um, American Texas barbecue stuff, the the flat part is where they cut into strips and serve with bread. Okay. Right. And then the point, usually they put it back and it goes, it reduces more of the fat and everything. Gets a night and you call that thing bent ends. Yes. yes. I've heard that somewhere. Yeah. So bent Probably ends is from, the, yes. from the, the point. And then you can get like the nice slices of um, brisket from the flat. But yeah. Yes. I think we've almost exhausted our time. Charlie Makasa Bebrio. Are we doing SP today? Um, it's up to you, chef. I really, in fact, all these things we're talking about require a lot of time and patience and complicated, sometimes complicated equipment. And Just like marriage. Like, right. <laughs> but I'm really not expecting anybody to dig a hole in the background to do jerk chicken or to do barbacoa. So as time, as technology has evolved, people have found ways. It's basically about understanding the processes that are going on in those traditional systems and then sort of to your best it. of ability, mimicking it. So I just want to talk, give a simple recipe on how to do pork ribs at home, right? Now, the, the, the most important part of cooking pork ribs is removing the, the, the membrane at the bottom. When you turn your pork ribs where the bones face you, you can see it's shiny. That it's membrane, silver and... and it's also, not it's so, a membrane. It's, That's not silver. It's thing. transparent. Yes, but it's shiny. What that membrane does is that if you don't take that membrane off, as the pork ribs are cooking, the fat will not be able to reduce through the entire thing. So it will come and stay at the bottom. That membrane will never cook off. Okay. Do you know what the membrane is? It's just a membrane. Okay. It won't degrade with cooking. So you it's easily just put a knife, make an incision somewhere, get a paper towel, and literally just try and pull it. You will see it, will, all of it will pull off. Mm-hmm. Right? Now after that, you can season whichever spice mix you want. I do my own complicated things, but I feel like any spice mix generally. Anything that you usually use to spice. Normally, your meat. my spice mix base is salt, sugar, black pepper, turmeric. 
That's my base. Then I add other things to it. But you can add whatever makes whichever you comfortable. spice makes you have a home. Even if you have some badia seasoning and you like it, you can Why actually not? use that. Yeah. So just sprinkle generously. Right? You need to remember that it's a whole rib and the only part you are seasoning is the outside. Mm-hmm. Now what I do is I leave mine to sit in a fridge open overnight. It's called dry brining. It will make the salt go in so your whole thing is like fully sorted. But if you don't have that time, it's still fine. After you season, you wrap in as many layers of foil as possible. What you're trying to do is that you're trying to force the steam that will be created because there's water in the meat. Mm-hmm. The steam that will be created as you are cooking the meat to cook the meat through. Ribs are tough. So you need slow, moist heat to break down the muscle fibers. So basically, get your rack of ribs, remove the membrane, season whatever you want to season, wrap it in foil, put it in an oven at 275 degrees Fahrenheit. Right? My, my oven is um, American, so that's what I know. But if you're using a regular dial oven, usually I put it at the lowest, which is one. Right? And then mm-hmm. just put your ribs inside for two to two and a half hours, depending on the size of ribs. Like you said, time. <laughs> when you take that out, brush your ribs with whichever barbecue sauce you like and put it inside your oven again, but use the top grill and let that just go for a minute or two just to help crystallize and um, caramelize the barbecue sauce onto the meat and you have ribs for yourself and for your family. So it's fairly easy. It's Very just simple. the time. It's just time. So it takes two and but so if you want to eat at twelve, please start cooking your food at eight. The reason <laughs> the reason why I like doing that is that I can put it in the oven and forget about it. Okay. And you, be doing other you things. You don't you do that with most of your food. Please, I'll be closing. <laughs> I, I don't forget about it. I keep I set alarms and timers and all those other things. Yes, come for it. Yes, ma'am. Please let's 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 respect ourselves. Yes, ma'am. Yes, better. Better. <laughs> ha, I hope we have um, discussed thoroughly enough the yeah. concept of barbecuing. Also, please, please, please send us messages. We, we, right? We try to give more information, but we cannot give information for things we do not know, we do not understand. Exactly. So please, you can message us on all our social media platforms. You can message me, you can message Salma. You can tweet a general tweet and we will be there to interact and try and give you as much clarity as possible. You can DM any of the accounts. Um, the Blue Cheese account is available. So yeah, ask yeah. questions. It makes us feel like you're actually listening. I, a lot of people are listening. The, the numbers are very good. I'm actually quite proud of it. I didn't know we get that many numbers. I don't check the numbers. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the guy who checks everything. I'm so not, you guys I'm are listening. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much for actually listening. Yay. We put a lot into it. So we are glad you actually listen. We are very glad. And so all my adoring fans, thank you so much. I, I feel very loved. I hate, I hate that people just text me like, oh, someone's place is Why nice. don't you text me, guys? I want to hear it too. Like, I need like a boost in self-confidence. But so. I give it to you. I want to hear it directly from them. Please text it. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening. I know we've spoken plenty, but I'm, I hope we're able to educate you guys on something today, as always. As always. So, until the next episode, see you. Peace out. Toast to the turf. Got chalk you a crook. Send beef to my post, then we honor the coat. Pata. It's incredible the things that we be going through. But he-
see the way we're giving you these code books. Small time when our names go be notable. We set the bar so high, it go over you. When you are a we better than Twitter for the way you are a anthem. Get to your phone and cheat now, you can't Focus on your goals, Charlie. Gash them and light them. Let's go.